okay, well. Politics is a dirty game if you are going to play the status quo game. I think that's that's the most honest answer. If 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 Labour Party came in and said that we're going to play the PDP APC game, then yes, we'll subscribe to that. But what we came in to do was to disrupt the entire system. So it's going very difficult for people to say that Labour Party played a dirty game. But in, in reality, there is a dirty game, depending on whether you want to play it or not. Certainly. I, I think that we'll be lying to ourselves if we say that. Because when we say a dirty game, I, I think that that's a very abstract thing. Let, let's get into detail, right? If, if a set of politicians corrupt or um, compromise the police force, if a set of politicians corrupt or compromise the um, electoral commission, if a set of people create a situation where the agreed rules of an election are not followed, to favor one person. And if a set of people are able to spin so many narratives that they know are lies and push that forward in the process of an election, then those things are not acceptable. They are not things that speak to integrity or speak to um, cleanliness. I mean, if you are using the word dirty, right? Mm. So it's not a clean process. Mm -hmm. At the same time, all of those things are people trying to manage um, votes and the counting of it. But you see, the raw power is with the people. And when a huge amount of people come out, even when you try to manipulate and do all of those things, those numbers will show. If they don't show because they've compromised IMF, then by God's grace, they will show when people go to the court. No, but, but Valdemar, right? you, you, you had a feeling that you were going to win but this election. Yeah. How do you gotcha. think they? I mean, you were played out that you did not win. You came second. Oh no, 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 no. The, the level of violence, level of intimidation, level of corruption of our traditional institutions. I mean, people were doing oh, during the day. I, I'm sure you know about the oh, oh, rights. Oh, rights are never supposed to be done in daylight, right? You have a situation where they were beating people. I mean, eight people, eight of our members have died. Eight. We have about six that lost their eyesight. And now 23 have bullet pellets in their bodies. The level of violence, I mean, they imported thugs from all over southwest of, um, uh, all over the southwest. We had a situation where it's simply the 20, 10, 15 thugs, APC thugs that were moving around police and were even stay uh, as polling units. And this is not just in non-indigenous dominated areas. This was in Shumulu, this was in Kosofa, this was in Ikeja. There's a young man whose name was broke, whose leg was broken. Um, he was he was um, working as an agent for the Labour Party, right? A young woman, her hand was broken as well. So the level of violence and brutal intimidation and suppression is exactly what happened. I don't. I don't feel I was played out. I believe that there was a violent imposition of the ruling party, and we're going to do everything we can to get justice at the court. 
So if there's some, if there, if there's one thing with the benefit of hindsight, that if, for example, you are going to consult or advise someone about running for election in a in a game where you might be outplayed by your opponent in a dirty way, what are those things that you have learned? Honestly, I feel that what what you must do, you must ensure that your structure on ground is as strong as possible. Um, I, I don't want to advise, see, I don't want to be advising that we must have our own, because what happened in Lagos State, the only thing that could have solved it is if we had our own vigilante force to fight back this level of pressure and things. to counter force that and we also had our own group of people but this was this was people that are just supposed to be supervising and ensuring that things are not happening at pulling units but it was completely overwhelmed because these people declared a war on legal state they declared a war and nobody was nobody was prepared for that Right? Nobody was prepared for that. We saw what happened in presidential election. Yes, there was some bits and pieces of all of those things, but mainly it was INEC irregularities. And we had people at those places. But I mean, in Ikeja, there was an entire road where they came and chased away all our polling agents. In Ojo, there was no election. Mm. They chased people away and burnt the ballots. So now, if I sit down here now and I say, that everybody should now get their own um, force that is violent, that's going to match these people blow for blow, match it for match it. What do we then gain from blood spilling all across the gospel? Mm. And that's why, in the end, my prayer is that God will grant the judges the wisdom to do what's right and actually direct them towards justice. That, that is just, and that's why there's judiciary. Because, you see, judiciary exists because you take out my eye, I take out your eye, you come back and take out two of my two of my people's eye and go back, take out two of my people. It just continues to escalate. It's judiciary that can just set us away from that path of retribution. Right? And that's why they are so important. And, and I'm really hopeful and praying that they will guide us towards justice. Um so there is someone on Twitter, Floxy Ijagwemi, who says only the rich can win election in Nigeria. Do you agree? Um, I'll say that Peter B beat Senator Bola Ahmed Tinubu in Lagos State, and Peter B did not spend 1% or have access to the resources that Bola Ahmed Tinubu had in Lagos State. So, you see, you want to lead people, you mm. must be resourceful. You must be resourceful. You must be a person of value. Even if you don't have the money yourself, you should be able to sell yourself so that people can believe in you and support you. Right? There are a number of state assembly, House of Rep candidates that ran in Labour Party. They, they, they did not have a huge amount of money, but today they are winners. You have people in a church, candidates in a church, not if for spending millions against someone like Obani Kuru and um, Banky W. But today he's the House of Rep candidate, right? So have value, work with your party, galvanize people, you know, and 
and you, you I mean, you, I don't use money as an obstacle. If they have the capacity or the money to run for governor, then run for state assembly. If you are not able to do that, then support a candidate. You know, help him print posters, help him share posters, or her share posters. Because at the end of the day, when you are forming government, it's not one person that's going to be in all the positions. We're still going to be looking at people in the party to form government with, right? And ultimately, it's in their success, success that the government will be successful. Government is not a one-man show, right? It's in the collaborative efforts. So um, whether you have the money or don't have the money, just get involved. Mm. Bring value. And people recognize that value. Let me let me get in one or two uh, opinion views of people who are listening on Twitter Spaces. Uh, Artimi Blaze, Durotimi Daudu of Lagos on Twitter. Um, your mic is on. Uh, what are your views? Or do you have any question to ask the speakers tonight on the possibility of winning an election uh, in Nigeria without playing dirty? I don't know if Timmy Blaze is is uh, is there, but I can see your hand up. Yeah, I'm I'm here. Oh, uh, please go ahead. Yeah. All right. Th yeah. Thank you very much, and it's a really interesting um topic, I must say. Uh, but I would like to like just start off by saying that I've heard a lot of like um um narratives being painted here. That uh, this is the first time that youths are getting involved on this level. I voted in Lagos, and youths were still playing football on the streets. It happened. Several, there were several videos. Maybe um, those that are saying it need to check. And if you also look at the election results uh, this particular time, I think if you compare it with previous years, I, I, I was trying to do the math, but I think. There was even lesser participation, <laughs> like what what was projected on the media that was going to happen. That yo, uh, 80 million people are going to vote, or this no, no, it didn't happen like that. So there was less uh, participation even in this election, right? So just clearing that up, I also like to expand this concept of playing dirty in politics, because I've heard um, a lot of narrative by oh yes. Uh, you know, Peter Obi has come time around. He did it when he like when you're mentioning examples of people who have not played dirty politics. Let's expand this a little bit. So when we talk about playing dirty in politics, we also include things that we've complained about in the past, like inducing voters with uh, money, um, food items, which the Labour Party also did. So I don't think that it not play dirty, right? We talk about bowing down to the same godfathers that have destroyed us for years. Labour Party and Peter Obi also did that. We talk about manipulating people based on primitive tribal and religious emotions. The party also did that. So it is not, if we're talking about politicians who did not do that, we had a lot of them in this particular election cycle. We had Adi Bayo, we had Juarez, uh, we had other candidates who did not do that. And we all know how that went for them. So I think one of the problems that we are still faced with in this country is that the people don't, the people don't really recognize the power yet. So that's why it's difficult for people to be able to, um, for politicians to be able to win elections without playing, uh, without playing dirty, right? The day that the people really understand their power, I'm not, I'm not talking about a partial understanding. I'm not talking about playing, you know, playing with uh, primitive tribal or religious sentiments. I'm not talking about criticizing one political party for doing something. But when it's mentioned that your candidate did that thing, you get emotional and you know 
no, I'm, I'm talking about like real, for real, the day the people understand their power that I do not need to go bow down to the altars in uh, Ogun State or uh, the altars at Niger State or whatsoever. I can actually come out and vote because my vote actually counts. Then that is the day that we will see a lot of people be able to win elections in Nigeria without even money, without even having money. And I think that as long as we keep on maintaining this ideology of the lesser evil and the bigger evil, the bigger evil is always going to knock out the lesser evil. And that's what happened in this particular election, right? Um, as long as we also keep on uh, promoting these narratives, like, you know, uh, there's a lot of narratives that you hear, most especially from maybe people that support extremely corrupt politicians like the APC. They will tell you, you know, everybody's corrupt. No, we can't have good people. We have good people. <laughs> we need to get to a point where we stop telling ourselves, like, consoling ourselves, telling ourselves all those lies just to get, make ourselves but, feel, but, but, feel but, good. Timmy, Timmy, do you? Do you agree yeah. that, I mean, or what's your belief that we cannot, it's one, it's difficult to win an election without playing dirty. That's what you believe. I, I believe it's absolutely possible. Absolutely possible. Impossible. 100%, without playing dirty. Hmm. It, it's absolutely possible. It's possible. It's, it's possible, possible to play without, without yes. what I mean, without playing dirty. Exactly, yes. It's Even with the internal, I mean, internal workings. But you have said that there are people that you mentioned that did not play dirty, but you see how they turned out. Some of them did not win yeah, the election. That's because. That's so, because, so, that's because so, the so it don't, is. Don't, it is. Yes. There are two things, Anthony. Uh, you can yes. play politics and not win. You can play and win. The question here is how easy it is to play it and win without playing dirty. Yes. Yeah, so if you if you if you um, when I started, I talked about the power of the people. The people don't understand their power yet, right? Most of the things that people are complaining about on this, uh, I had um, is it bad boss? I'm talking about voter intimidation. But we also had instances where people tried to vote for Tinubu in the east, and they were intimidated. Videos out there. So let's not be hypocritical about these things. When the people truly understand their power, when they understand their power, no one will be able to intimidate them. Right, so you don't complain about something that you're also involved with doing, and I, I, I think I've been saying this consistently that um, uh, intimidation does not just start on the streets; it starts up online. When people are intimidating people for being able to air out their opinions, their political opinions online, and thinking that when it gets to the streets, it's all good, it's all going to be a rosy. No, you need to; it, it needs to stop totally, right? So it, the the the, um, the um, bullying and everything didn't just start on the streets; it started online. Right? It started online. So I, I think that Nigerians need to know that you don't need to have any godfathers. At the moment you understand your power. And this is what some people like Mogalu were preaching in 2019. People like Mfela Grotoy, people like Showare were preaching that you can actually win elections without having that structure that is so much um, touted. Right? So, so we see we see those things yeah. that the likes of Fela Grotoye, King Mogalu, they were pushing those narratives that you will refer to as the ideal. But when oh, you yes. get on the ground, you discover that those things they don't work. Yeah, yeah, and 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 you know, you know what? I think that the people did not believe all those things until they had these primitive tribal and religious emotions to motivate them into going to try it. And Peter will be almost won the election, right? It may not happen now, but in in two maybe the next time he contests, it might actually it's possible that he can win the election, right? But the people understood a little bit this time around and they now understand that you don't need apc you don't need pdp to get 
5 million votes or 6 million votes or whatsoever, right? So it is just taking your mind out of all these sentiments. Oh, you cannot win or you need blah, 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 blah. Labour Party actually did a good job this time around, but they did not understand that. You don't, the, the Oba Senjo, who is your godfather, who is supporting you, rigged many elections. He rigged many elections. You know, so he's not a saint. The um, uh, the IBB that you're, so, are not a democratically, uh, 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 the the first and the first elections. So what do you expect that is going to happen to you too? So you can't, you know, endorse something and now come back and cry about it. So I think it's uh, it's high time that we know that we as the people, we're the ones with the power and whoever we say would win, would actually win. But we need to play it clean. Don't play politics of lesser evil or else bigger evil, evil will always win. Thank you. All right. Uh, you wanted to respond to that, Tony? Uh, yeah, I, I think uh, at the end of all of what we're talking about, it boils down to processes. When you talk about, because I, I've seen you very, very particularly concerned about this dirty politics. That yeah, because that's the focus tonight. And, because and, a lot, and, I mean, the belief is that before the election, mm. there were a lot, a lot of balls mm. that the Nigerian youth should participate. People mm. should come out. Mm. They need to get involved. Mm. If you cannot run for office now, just come out, be part of it. But I've heard voices of those who seem disappointed that, in fact, I miss all of the balls and all of the encouragement and inspiration to come out to, for the election, that there's still a dirty side of this election that will not allow you to progress or achieve your aim, no matter how good a person you are. So it's very simple. If there is a debt, what do you do? You take it away. You dry clean your clothes. It's the process. The process starts from the primaries in a political system, right? The primaries. If the political parties decide to adopt direct primaries, right? If they if they jettison in direct primaries, let's let's take these things one step, step by step, right? Take away indirect primaries, declare direct primaries for all your elective positions. you know what that means? It means that credible persons, there are higher chances of credible can, uh, aspirants making it as candidates for those political parties. Right? So what happens here is you have the delegate system and the part of the biggest challenge we've had in this country is that delegate system that indirect primaries that makes some delegates see themselves as very delicate mm -hmm. and uh, demigods, right? You have to pass through them. It is that, that's the first issue you need to address. Secondly, the electoral umpire, when you say you're going to do this and it's going to be transparent, it's going to be credible, the process, process, that is all. If, uh, other than that, elections could be likened as um, players in a football pitch, right? So before the main match, you would have gone ahead, you would have practiced. You know the wing. The wing is that position you want to, aspire, you're aspiring for. You know your wing, you know what, where you play well, you know, I mean, your chances of playing well, if you're, if you're left-footed, it, it would rather be a mismatch for you to go and start playing on the right flank, right? So 
participate where your strength is. So part of the problem is you know that here you're supposed to run for uh, state assembly. Right? Mm -hmm. But for some reasons, you leave the state assembly and you go and run for House of Reps or go and run for Senate. I recall one of the events I was asked to come and deliver a speech. It was one of the events that was hosted by Yaga, ready to run. I met a young man. That was when the naughty young to run was nearly passed into an act. He came to greet me and he said, Honorable, thank you for what you have done. You've given us hope. Now we can uh, aspire to, you know, I think he's even a motivational speaker. You can aspire to perspire to do this and that. He was speaking all that. I said, what are you running for? He said, governorship in Cross River State. No, in Aquaibom State. I looked at him again. And by the time I hopped into my car, you know what he said? He said, Honorable, please, can I get some money to transport myself back? From every indication, I do not know which party you're representing. I'm not trying to look down on you. But again, you can liken that as someone that was untrained for the football match. And then you suddenly go and grab a JC and you want to go and play. People should be realistic. I'm, I'm following this in two ways. Mm. One, the process. And two, the contenders. Be truthful to yourself. Where do you want to serve? What are your purposes for even wanting to vie for those offices? Outline all of those things. Don't just because there is an opportunity in a political party Right? And then you think you have some few naira notes in your pocket. You quickly go there and run for Senate or governorship or whichever position you want to run. No. All of those should stop. Start a process. You want to you 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 want to you want to be featured. You want to play. And you're playing because you want to play for your club side or whichever side you represent to win. You want to win, right? You you prepare yourself for that victory. But above that, what you keep talking about playing deity. Uh, I had uh, the Labour Labour Party candidate for Lagos State talk about what happened in the streets, all of those things. Uh, you, you know, for me, I would rather see in politics. The I, I believe uh, he knew. He knew that there was going to be such things. If he says he doesn't know, then I put it to him that he was unprepared. Mm. He knew where he was running for governorship. He must have followed the antecedents before the emergence of Labour. What has been going on between APC and PDP all this while. I represented Oshidi Solo. So you will not come out today to talk about violence and APC in Lagos states. Before that, you would know that the Lagos State control the Omoniles, they control the Aboros, they control all of those towns, and they deploy them on election day. What are your countermeasures? It may not be to match force mm -hmm. for force. This is where you go back to your driving board and begin to think, how do I counter these people? I know they are going to come with this 
Emsolo more boys and the rest of them. I won election in Oshodi Solo. And that is uh, uh, where Emsolo more. Oshodi, Oshodi too. Uh, MC controls the whole of Oshodi. But what did I do? I, I will cite one instance of what I did before election day. My opponent called all the boys, or I, I choose to call them good, good guys, yeah? Some call them bad guys. But he assembled all the good guys. Called them for a meeting. Told them anybody that comes out on that day, machete him down, take him down, do this, do that. He finished all of what he wanted to tell them. Gave them some money to ensure that that happened. Right? All of them, both the guys that represented courts and all of that, all of them were in that meeting. By the time he was done, I also called for the same good guys. Are you listening to me? Mm -hmm. I called them. I hosted them. Contrary to him that stood them out, gave them money, and they left, I called them in a hotel. They ate well, drank well, felt respected and regarded. By the time we were done, I addressed them. I told them, you see this election, please. I know going by their different names, you may be the leader of uh, the, a particular cult and then this one is another cult. If I go to this cult and give them money, what would I do? I, I have set the ground for this cult to, to, clash. to clash. And I didn't want that to happen. I told them, look, this election does not, does not deserve the blood of anyone to be spilled. I told them that. All of you have parents. You have families. Some of you are married. Some of you have children. And your children are not going to become fatherless because Tony Wool is running for election. Let us come to a compromise. You, are, you belong to this cult. You belong to this cult. First, before cults, you're all humans and you all belong to families. Right? I don't want anybody to slap. Slap. She, why are you listening to me? Mm -hmm. I don't want anybody to slap anybody. anybody. Look, all I want you guys to do on election day is allow mm -hmm. the votes to count. Whoever wins, protect the person. If I win, protect my vote. If my opponent wins, protect his vote. Well, some people were saying that you won at that time because you are evil. And there are a lot of evil population, evil population okay, but that, in that area. Yes, but let us put it this way. Do not forget that my primaries had 22 delegates. Mm -hmm. 20 were Yorubas, 2 were Igbos. And I was running against two Yorubas. One was a prince. And I got 12 votes. One of them got 2. The other got 8. What happened? And mind you, I don't speak Yoruba. I don't hear Yoruba. But I communicated to them. So even the language was not a barrier. But I communicated to them. You At least that some, was the first you stage. You did some homework and it played, it, and it it played, played out. Homework. And well, you tried to become governor and it did not play. And it didn't play so out. The next time, it might, it might, you probably do better. No, before we even go to the next time, yeah. let us even address the fact that my election, you followed it then, mm -hmm. Oshodi Solo was the safest, was rated as the safest constituency in Lagos State. There was no one single person that slapped anybody. Show what happened. You gave them, you called the same guys. 
So when somebody says, maybe in one word or the other, you won't spend money, at some point, the party comes to sponsor, mind you. Mm-hmm. Right? The party co- comes and they give you money. So part of the money I got from the party, why my opponent gave them money to go and fight and kill? I also gave them money. Please stay alive. Do not kill anybody. This is your part payment. After this election, whoever wins, it doesn't matter. Come and take your remaining. So for some people, they will not believe you. But you know, these guys left there. You know all they were saying? Mm-hmm. Ah, this one, no one make we kill ourselves. <laughs> the other one, give us money, make we go kill ourselves. But this guy spoke to us, made us understand that after this Saturday, there is life after this Saturday. Honorable, just give me one minute. Let me bring in uh, Prince uh, at P Ofubu on Twitter. Uh, let me get his view yeah. on... Uh, yeah, Prince, how are you today? Yes. I'm fine. Yeah, fantastic. I'm so happy getting across to you today. Yeah, I've been you. following you, Francis. Now, quickly to... to win an election... Thank you for joining us on this edition of Mike on Podcast. This podcast will return soon.